What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Good morning. Uh, I'm doing well. Had a nice, um, you know, strong thunderstorm last night. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, no tornadoes, right? Tornado season's over. Could have been some tornadoes. Not any in, in my area. I haven't looked to see if there was any uh, elsewhere, but it's possible. Where shall we begin this morning? Uh, should we start with NASCAR? Sure. So NASCAR, right? I said the other day that because NASCAR banned the... Um, the Confederate flag, right? So mm-hmm. has there been a complete, like that flag hasn't been quote outlawed, has it? Like they haven't made it illegal, right? No, okay. no, it's not illegal. It's just the NASCAR itself banned the, the flag from being there. All right. So I was saying that uh, one of two things were going to happen. Either the stands were going to be largely empty or there were going to be people in there flying it all over the place. So and be honest with you, I didn't watch the race. I mean, I don't watch that stuff. So I don't know if... The fans were down. I don't know if the flags were being flown. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen anything to the contrary. Of course, if it was that way, then I'm sure that it probably wouldn't have been largely talked about. But someone hired a private airplane and flew a Confederate flag over top of the racetrack itself with the words defund NASCAR on the tail end of it. So that's your way of speaking back against it because they're coming at you and outright banning that particular historical item, whether you agree with it or not, it's a side issue, but they're banning that particular thing. So you have a right to speak against that. Do you not? That's the point of it because we're in a cultural revolution. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of mentioned this before, but the idea of the Confederate flag nowadays is different than what it meant back in the day. Right. So I, I honestly, it's silly, the pushback they have on the on the flag. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a tradition thing now. And it's just to go at it like this, you know, it's a tradition at this point. Just leave it alone. Like if you don't like it, then I don't know. Don't look at it, you know? <laughs> well, unfortunately, I mean, I do agree with you. If you don't like it, then just change the channel or, or turn the knob off, whatever it is you do. You know, that's that's your choice to do that. But see, we are capable of doing that and cry babies are not. So <laughs> that's kind of where they're at. So NASCAR, right? They banned the flag from being displayed at its events. Right. But supporters of the symbol still managed to be seen on Sunday before the race because it was postponed, I guess, until tomorrow or till today because of the weather, uh, which would be tomorrow because, yeah, we're doing this a night early. But vehicles lined up on the boulevard outside of Talladega Super Speedway in Lincoln, Alabama, waving the flag as a plane flew over, or excuse me, as a plane flew above the track, towing a banner and a Confederate flag that read defund NASCAR. NASCAR has not stated exactly how it plans to stop fans from displaying the flag on track property, though none of the instances on on Sunday at Talladega were inside the facility because obviously the race was postponed. A pickup truck, which I could expect this in Alabama, a pickup truck with a Confederate flag flying from the back tooled around the Speedway Boulevard. Ed Suggs' merchandise tent flew them prominently in display alongside Trump 2020 banners and an American flag. <laughs> so, but like I said, th- th- this is this is kind of what you have to do. If nothing else, it's on principle, 
right? I mean, the, like I said, this is the culture war. So you have to push back in the same sense. You have to say if someone comes at you and says we're going to OK, let's say someone comes at you and says we're going to ban the American flag at all these, I don't know, baseball events. OK, at baseball games. Well, guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? People are going to fly planes over saying defund Major League Baseball and they're going to be waving flags outside of there. It's the same concept, right? Yeah. And the thing is, is technically it is their call. I mean, it's their property, you know, so if they want to ban it from being there, that's their choice. But it's silly to, to, to go down this road. I mean, come on, guys. Really? OK. Anyway, so uh, keeping with NASCAR, the, one of the drivers, right, NASCAR's only black driver, uh, Bubba Wallace, he was going to be driving the car with, uh, I believe it was uh, with the, the trending Twitter hashtag uh, Black Lives Matter, correct? Is that, is that what started all this thing in the first place? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. OK, so. Now, NASCAR says that they found a noose in the garage stall of Bubba Wallace's team. So in a statement on late Sunday night, NASCAR said a noose was found in the garage stall of Bubba Wallace, uh, Wallace's Richard Petty Motorsports team before the postponed cup race at the Talladega Super Speedway. Quote from NASCAR, we are angry and outraged and cannot state strongly enough how seriously we take this heinous act, NASCAR said in a statement. We have launched an immediate investigation. We'll do everything we can to identify the person or persons responsible and eliminate them from the sport. As we've stated unequivocally, there's no place for racism in NASCAR which I didn't realize that we had any. And this act only strengthens our resolve to make the sport open and welcoming to all. You know, I was reading a statement from um, Sheriff Clark. Do you know who he is? The, like the big prominent sheriff in the United States, the um, uh, African-American mm-hmm. sheriff. You know who I'm talking about? He, yeah, yeah. He put out a statement just a little while ago. I was reading it and he said that this is possibly someone from their own team doing this on purpose, as in like a Jesse Smollett event part two. What, what do you think of that? Because mm-hmm. I think that's plausible here because no, nobody's going to do that. Right. I mean, uh, no, with this climate, come on. If you're a professional and you're in this sport and you're making millions of dollars a year, you're going to turn around and risk that over something that's stupid. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's my feeling on this, too. It it feels like it's um, another Jesse Smollett case. So, yeah. I don't I don't think it's legit. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I don't. But if it is legit, then yes, that person should be thrown out immediately. Absolutely. So if it is legit, then yes, NASCAR should take action. They should launch a full investigation to find out who did it. But if it turns out to be, well, we're going to launch an investigation and some people of the same team did it and... You know, kind of like Smollett did. He was seen paying the guys and they go to the hardware store and then he comes back. Yeah, that that kind of thing. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just I, I get so sick of seeing this stuff because they're just going to ratchet it up. They're going to use opportunities and then they're going to exploit that stuff. And it's just it's disgusting. You know, it's just as bad as the uh, it's as bad as the, the, the Confederate flag thing. But anyway, I expect NASA to NASA. God. I expect you NASCAR expect, to you do. You expect NASA to do <laughs> to, yeah, to yeah. investigate the NASCAR incident? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I expect NASCAR to, uh, if the, this does turn out to be it was um, a scam, I expect them to um, do some some kind of punishment uh, against him. I mean, Smollett yeah. walked away without really any any repercussions for what he did. Well, from and, a I legal mean, standpoint, largely people from- forgot about him. Yeah, from a legal standpoint. But yeah, they forgot about it because that story and those charges were dismissed and the whole thing was buried and the media didn't pay any attention to it. Mm-hmm. That's why it was. Mm-hmm. That's why it went away. But he also lost the TV show and the, the contract deals, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah. People walked away from his TV show from Empire. They walked away from it. Viewership. It was one of the highest rated TV shows out there. 
Empire was. And then all of a sudden, yeah. everything was, they, it came out, everything was faked. And what happened? Everybody walked away from it. So the show was canceled. The series was canceled. And I don't even think it was finished. It was canceled mid-season. And then, of course, mm-hmm. you know, he lost everything in the midst of all that. So, uh, again, you know, maybe that should be the, the course of action here. NASCAR finds that there's some wrongdoing here or some staging, possibly. Then, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to say, like, this is completely fake and blah, blah, blah. Because if right, it is right. real and if this really did happen, I expect legal repercussions for whoever did this. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you mentioned NASA, so I guess we can go that way with it, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So Virgin Galactic, right? This is the Richard Branson outfit, which Richard Branson was just asking for, what was it, 500 million pounds or something in a bailout from the UK government? Is that what he wanted? To save his airline? Yeah. To save the airline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now he's coming back and he's pushing forward with his Virgin Galactic, which, hey, if you've got entrepreneurs, I mean, like what Musk is doing with SpaceX, what Richard Branson is doing, excuse me, what Sir Richard Branson is doing, I have to be proper here (laughs) because we have UK (laughs) listeners, so I have to be respectful. Because of what Sir Richard Branson is doing, here's another entrepreneur that's getting the human race into space, right? He's going to do it through his company that he's that he started up here. So Virgin Galactic Mm -hmm. inks a deal with NASA for private trips to the International Space Station. Would you go up there, Bruce? So my thing about ISS, that one's really for research and whatnot. If they had another space station that was just for observation purposes, like doing these kind of trips just for visiting, sure. But it being the one for research and whatnot, I would prefer not being there just in case I screw something up or something, you know? It's just, it just kind of a... Yeah, it is rather yeah. crude. It's not really designed for tourists, is it? Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to see it firsthand. Don't get me wrong. It's just at the same time, I would prefer, not necessarily because it's crude, but because... You know, I don't I don't want to interfere, get in the way, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I was watching some of the live feed stuff when um, when the crew dragon docked with the ISS, which they're still up there, by the way. Right. I was watching a spacewalk the other day and I guess they're going to be up there for like three months. Like that's how long they're going to keep them there. So, I mean, I guess they can come back whenever they want. Right. I mean, they have a vehicle. They can come back whenever they want. So now are they coming back alone or are they bringing someone back with them? Do you know? No idea. As far as my understanding with them being there. It's really they're only there as long as they're needed for any any kind of research or any of that kind of stuff. And then once they're no longer needed, they'll return. So I'm assuming they'll come back, just the the, the two of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. well, anyway, uh, Virgin Galactic, they signed a deal with NASA to fly private astronauts, which we don't have any private astronauts yet, do we? We're still using NASA astronauts, correct? Yeah, I don't know if I don't know how that's going to work, though. I, I don't know if they're still considered NASA. Can we still consider them NASA astronauts when NASA doesn't even have its own means to get to space at this point? Well, they kind of it works. Yes, because they they work in conjuncture. So they they have the historical side of it where they were the they were the group that was funded by the government and started, you know, became an arm of the U.S. government. And it was the old Cold War space race. That's where we were at with it. So they have everything in place. NASA does. The only way you could consider them to be, I guess, private astronauts in this case would be if, say, Musk would come in and buy it all out and the government would step away. That's the only way I think you can do that, right? Or like officially consider it that way, right? I mean, maybe officially, but, you know, like I said, NASA doesn't have any way of getting to space at this point. They have to rely on others to take them there. So the astronauts that were NASA, I guess they still technically are considered that. But, you know, again, 
they can't get there themselves. So it's really a, yeah, I guess you would still consider it NASA astronauts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I assume that that's going to be because right now we're using NASA astronauts. I would assume that that's going to change sooner or later, right? You're going to yes. see these companies like I'm sure that Musk has astronauts in training as as does Sir Richard Branson. I'm sure he does through Virgin Galactic. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they will probably work and train within the structure of NASA to try and do that because the, that's the that's the expertise at this point. And of course, you've got a European arm as well. I believe it's operated by the Germans. I've actually been to the German version of NASA, and it's it's really phenomenal to see that kind of stuff. It's essentially their version of like mission control. And I've been over there. Uh, I've toured that facility, and it's it's really quite something. International, you know, multinational. They, they've got people from all over the world coming into work there, just like they do in in NASA and down in Kennedy Space Center, and also over in Houston, Texas. And of course, the Russians, right? The Russians have their own thing. But of course, we're working in partnership with the Russians and all this. Hell, the Russian space station is. That's what it is. It used to, well, it's the ISS now, but it was originally called Mir. So it was actually put in orbit by the Russians. Yes, Richard Brands is going to do this through his company. And he said that uh, under the contract, the commercial space flight company will find would-be space travelers, train them, and organize transport to the ISS. Virgin Galactic CEO said, we are excited to partner with NASA on this private orbital spaceflight program, which will not only allow us to use our spaceflight platform, but also offer our space training infrastructure to NASA and other agencies. See, they're already doing it. So I believe that Virgin Galactic set up their spaceport. I believe it's in Arizona. Does that sound right? I think that's where they set up the spaceport. I remember seeing something about it a few years ago, and they put out Virgin put out this uh, this prototype of what everything was going to look like, and people would have to go there if you're going to be you know in the program and you want to travel, then you have to go there and you have to train, and you could already go ahead and, and pay upfront money and, and book ahead. Is that facility still there? Is is that what you're looking up? I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up uh, located on whatever square miles last in New Mexico. Ah, uh, New Mexico. Gotcha. Okay, I knew it was down there in the Southwest somewhere. But yes, that's good, right? I mean, this is another step. So now we're moving away. We're we're getting away from the government side of it, and we're transitioning into the free market side of it. I think this is fantastic. Sort of. And the sort reason of. I say sort of is the uh, yeah. So the Virgin Galactic one is actually funded by the state of New Mexico. So yeah, it's technically corporations that are running it, but it's still government money. And it's same same with the SpaceX. There's still government money involved. So I would prefer you know be completely disconnected from the government. But, you know, we're on the steps of getting there. Mm -hmm. Says Virgin Galactic's new agreement will directly support NASA's broad strategy to facilitate the commercialization of low Earth orbit by U.S. entities. Under the agreement, NASA will conduct an assessment of the feasibility of Virgin Galactic's plan to develop a new private orbital astronaut readiness program to enable private astronaut missions to the International Space Station. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see, right? Yeah. And, you know, I guess kind of hit on what we were talking about earlier technically the dragon crew that was test flight so now that they have that nailed down i mean shoot this could open things up for another space mm -hmm. station being created moon stuff i mean i fully expect i fully expect an orbital platform that's what i expect i yeah. expect that of some kind and i i expect it to be done by a private company and away from mm -hmm. 
from government intervention, shall we say, that not only for cost, but also for, I guess, reliability. I, I guess that's maybe the right word I'm looking for. I mean, you, you cut out all the bureaucracy and you can just go straight for it, though you have to follow safety procedures, but that's on the liability of the company. So that's yeah. not going to be backed up by the U.S. taxpayer. It's the company's loss. And then the company can turn around and do whatever they need to do in order to facilitate cost and overhead expenses and all that stuff to, to try and run that business, because that's what it'll be. They're looking at it as a business, they're looking at it from a business standpoint. So they're going to obviously make some kind of a deal there that's going to coincide with that. Plus, I'm sure they're going to make it more modern. Uh, now, I'm not saying that the ISS is not modern. I'm just saying that it's, you know, we talked about it, it's, it's crude. So I think that they're going to uh, come up with a more modern way of doing things. Example, the uh, the, the crew dragon, right? The, the capsule uh, that was on the Falcon 9, all that's modern stuff. Like all the touch screens and everything that were in there, everything's done with with all that that new technology. It's, it's modernized, it's updated. And I could see, you know, a new orbital platform kind of taking on that role. And, you know, not necessarily getting rid of the ISS, but possibly, I mean, because we've built onto it quite a bit, but possibly keeping it as a research station and then using the other one as a dual purpose, not only research, but for maintenance of other things such as like the Starlink system and also having it as a maintenance port. If you're making jump offs to the moon, then you can stop there, that type of thing. And you could also make it a travel stop. You know, people that want to go up and get a week vacation or something up there. You know what I mean? So you could have it a multi-purpose kind of uh, spaceport. Uh, you know, it's a good step forward. And you, you brought up an interesting point, government being involved with all this. Because it's in space and it's technically not affiliated with any one government, how are you going to regulate space? You know, who's who's going to be the governing body there? So that, that's an interesting, interesting mm -hmm. point. So mm -hmm. regulation will pretty much be non-existent, more or less. It'll be whatever. It'll probably be similar to what we have to deal with now to where there's territories or, or you know, run by certain corporations or companies. So it'll be interesting to see how all this um, expands, continues. Indeed. I'm looking forward to it, man. I mean, this is a uh, we love talking about tech and we love talking. We really love talking about space on the morning shows, don't we? Like that seems to be what dominates. Really, yeah, it's just it's so fascinating. It's so fascinating because mm -hmm. that's the step. That's the way we need to move. Not this crap that we're dealing with. Right. Not, not this tearing down statues and all this nonsense. Right. That's the old world dying. That's what that is. That, that's the old system dying. That's the old world, the old establishment making themselves redundant. That's what's happening there. The rest of us are trying to actually talk about things that involve a positive future for humanity. That's what we're doing. They're trying to drag us back a thousand years. We're trying to move ahead a thousand years. We're behind. We got to get moving. So we don't have time for this, right? I've been saying that day in and day out. We don't have time for this nonsense. Do whatever it is you're going to do with whatever these pandemics and all this nonsense. But you know something? At the end of the day, you people are going to be made irrelevant through time. All right. No soapboxes on the morning show. Sorry. <laughs> no soapboxes. All right. Last one here for the morning. Supreme Court. Now what's going on with the Supreme Court? They're, they're due to make a ruling on Roe v. Wade or something. Or that, is this is that what this is? So there, yeah, it's something to do with abortion. I don't know if it's specifically, I don't know if it's specifically Roe v. Wade. They keep talking about Roberts in the article. I don't, I don't give a crap about Roberts and all that. Just tell me what the ruling is about. Be, he should be impeached anyway. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Tim especially. I mean, the the other ones I have, dis, I disagree with on you know principle or or mm -hmm. you know ideas. But oh, man. he, oh, Cl Clarence Thomas, he sticks to his guns, man. He sticks to his guns. Yeah, he won't compromise. And I, you know, I'm glad. Yeah, but I'm glad. Sure, but I mean, at the same time, the 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 left leaning ones 
are still I don't like their positions and their their opinions. But with Roberts, he's doing insider trading, basically, like, you know, he's doing this stuff for his own image and his own legacy. He's not doing it for the Constitution or or I mean, even what's best for the American people, even if you were to take that route, you know, the left leaning Mm -hmm. route. Mm-hmm. He, he's not doing that. He's doing whatever fits him the best, more or less. Yeah. And that, no, you should be removed. I'm sorry. That's not that's yeah. not what the position's for. Uh, let's see. I believe this case is in regards to the Louisiana case uh-huh. where they challenged a law passed in 2014 uh, that required uh, physicians who perform abortions to hold active admitting privileges at a hospital within 30 miles of their facility. Mm-hmm. So basically, okay. I, I think this one was uh, performed abortions. Okay, I see. In practice, this meant abortion performing physicians had to be members of the nearby hospital medical staff, have the authority to admit patients there, and be able to perform relevant diagnosis and surgery. I got you. So they're making a ruling on that. Yeah. So uh, basically, the the um, they were saying that was unconstitutional. You can't do this, blah, blah, blah. It violates Roe v. Wade, so on and so forth. Okay. Well, I doubt very seriously that they're going to be overturning Roe v. Wade anytime soon, not with all those crazies in power. But, I mean, you saw what happened when you had uh, the last Supreme Court ruling on something that was coming up on the docket dealing with abortion. I mean, Schumer was out there going crazy, talking about how you reap the world and all that crap, you know? Uh, 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 why is it that he can go out there and say that? Why is it he can go out there and say that, but no one else can stand up for anything outside of there if, if, it's, if it benefits them or not? Why, why is that? So we're going to have to jump out of here from, for this morning. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning. 